0: Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo.
1: And we're about halfway through the school year, which means in our Diocese of Buffalo, we have the annual big fundraiser uh, for Catholic School Scholarships, which is uh, always a great event, Gala 22.6. It is being held this year on Thursday, January 31st at the Buffalo Niagara Convention Center in downtown Buffalo, and we're going to talk all about Gala 22.6 in the second part of the Program this year, but in our first part of the program, of course, this gives us a great opportunity to talk about the uh, terrific things that go on in our Catholic schools all year long. Any of the information we talk about today, you can go to wnycatholicschools dot org, or of course, if you just go to buffalo diocese dot org, information about the gala, the foundation, everything is on there too, and you can click right to our schools from there. Our guest in the first part of the program, a uh, still relatively. New down here at the Catholic Center and the first time on this program, so it'll give us a good opportunity to talk about some things. Our Superintendent of Schools, Dr. Michael LeFever. Dr. M- LeFever, welcome to the program. Morning, thank you. I appreciate you coming in. Of course, this is a big time of year with Gala 22.6 uh, coming up. Your first time... Uh, a- a- as the big guy for this uh <laughs> event, you've been involved for a long time though with Catholic oh, education, yes, right? Absolutely. Sure. Give us a little bit of an idea what your background has been.
2: Well, to be honest with you, uh, Catholic education is relatively new in my career. Um, I was 10 years at Trocare College as a chief administrative officer there. And, of course, that's a Catholic college, so we certainly uh, embrace uh, our our faith there and and, uh, Catholic education. Uh, But when I retired from Trocare, I went over to St. Benedict's School in Amherst uh, uh, over on Eggert in Maine, Uh, As their principal, Uh, the pastor there uh, had been uh, uh, an administrator at the college and was reassigned over there at St. Benedict's. So at the time, he was losing his principal, and he knew I was retiring, and he asked me if I'd come over and uh, give him a hand. So three years later, I was still giving a hand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's how it works, isn't it? (laughs) That's how it works. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So... um, uh, that But I, I have uh, 35 years in public education as well and 15 years in higher education. So uh, I've been a school superintendent. Uh, I've been a high school principal, an elementary principal, a BOCES administrator. Uh, an elementary teacher. So uh, I've had a long, long career. If people could see my weight <laughs> here, I may be the the new guy here at the Catholic yes, Center. Yes, right. Uh, right. I, I'm not a shiny new penny, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. The, uh,
1: and now you started, uh, I say you're still relatively new because you've actually been here uh, uh, since the Late summertime, the, the slow time in yes, the summer, yes. which <laughs> I'm sure was not slow for you. No, it wasn't. Right? <laughs> I mean, that, uh, uh, yeah, people, I think, don't always realize that, you know, just because the schools aren't in session, there are a lot of things going on in the the summer, particularly with the administrative side, right?
2: Well, for me, especially uh, being uh, the new guy on the block, uh, you know, uh, we have 34 elementary schools in the diocese, and uh, some of them are quite distant, one down in Wellsville, uh, one in Olean, northern Chautauqua County. Uh, So I spent most of the summer traveling to the schools, meeting with principals, uh, learning about their schools, learning about their communities. Uh, so it was a pretty uh, busy time. I, I really submitted quite a travel log to the diocese for the summer work.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll bet you did.
2: Uh, so as,
1: since you've been uh, on the job here about, you know, like I say, halfway through the school year, um, what's your impressions? How are things going with our Catholic
2: schools? Well, I think they're doing wonderfully well. Um, you know, when you look at how the, the outcomes academically for our Catholic schools, we continue to excel and, uh, and show and demonstrate that, uh, our students, uh, you know, do exceptionally well in comparison to all other types of schools. Um, and I've worked at, at different types of schools, so I'm not disparaging any, anyone in that regard. But we do have uh, great academic results for our students. And our, our students, uh, we have a high percentage to go on to college. Uh, many of our schools, 100% of their students go on wow. to college. So uh, it's a great long uh, uh, track record of success for students that come into Catholic education. And I think the other piece of it for uh, what I've seen over the last few years is the commitment and loyalty of the graduates of Catholic education who, uh, uh, even though they graduate from grammar school, still have uh, a strong alumni uh, presence in the schools and are committed to ensuring that those schools continue to have a legacy for their children and grandchildren. Uh, We have many multi-generational families in our schools uh who uh, have enjoyed the success of uh what a Catholic school offers to them. And they want that for the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren.
1: Well, yeah, in many cases, right? I mean, Buffalo is one of those towns where um, we've experienced, like, many cities, right? People move out of the city and into the suburbs. And now, like many cities, you have people moving back into the, the city. So, I mean, you have that change. But people do have that connection with their Catholic schools. And even if they're not in the area, they like sending
2: their children to the school they went to, don't they? They do very much so. I hear that all the time from prospective parents that come in. Oh, I went to school here, or my brother went to school here, and I want that for my son or my daughter. I do hear that an awful lot. And that's a little different, too,
1: from you mentioned your extensive background in public education. There's not that same connection, I don't think, to your elementary school um, in public schools as it is in private schools like our Catholic schools, right? right? Mm -hmm. It's a different kind of dynamic.
2: It, it is. You know, uh, it's not to say that in the public schools there aren't, you know, wonderful support of parents. No, no. Right. Absolutely. It, it, it's certainly not that. But I think what the Catholic schools have that is absent in the public schools is a censored tradition. You know, there are many traditions in the Catholic schools, and many of them faith-based traditions, uh, that uh, people uh, remember for for many generations. And those are things that you know you just can 't do in other settings, uh, you know um, the stations of the cross when at that time of the year uh, we have uh, you know the drummer boy masses where we do special masses at Christmas time, where grandparents and parents and the children and alumni are all present for those kinds of activities and those are the memories and uh, the traditions that you just don 't get anywhere else well and uh, yeah.
1: Certainly, new um, things happening all the time in our schools. Uh, Doctor Michael Lefever, by the way, is our guest. He is the superintendent of Catholic schools here in the Diocese of Buffalo. WNYCatholicSchools dot org is the website. Um, you know, we we talk about one of the things that that makes Catholic schools stand out these days, and in this diocese, it's certainly our stream program, which is uh, you know seems to be just getting better and better every year.
2: It is. Uh, the uh, the, uh, the lessons that uh, we are adding to the curriculum and the opportunities that were uh, for activities for children just seems to grow by leaps and bounds every year. And uh, our schools, uh, and their parents, by the way, uh, really often say to me how uh, meaningful that curriculum and the, that opportunity is for their children. They really see the value of Uh, not only learning, you know, uh, cognitive information, but also the applied piece of it, where they can take their learning and actually apply it to activities and projects that are science and and math based. Uh, And it's been a very successful program for the Catholic schools and our parents uh, support it tremendously.
1: Yeah, and of course, um, you know, you hear a lot in uh, uh, the news and when people talk about education these days, STEM and STEAM, and of course we add the R to that, right, right, with the the religion component that you were just talking about earlier.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, I think that that's really important, especially in this day and age. You know, there's a lot in the news, and most recently the federal government came out with a new uh, study on climate control and, and climate change, rather, and uh you know when you uh talk to students in terms of science uh there there's always should be and i hope will always be a, a sense of uh responsibility uh that we teach young people about you know we are the caretakers of this earth we are we are charged with ensuring that resources in our environment uh, are going to be there for the next generations to come And so when we talk about STREAM, uh, we can include that conversation. You know, in terms of what um what God would expect of us as caretakers of the of the beautiful planet that He has given us. It's something that you can't really express anywhere else.
1: Well, and certainly in line with uh what our Holy Father talks about, one of Pope Francis's first writings had to do with being good stewards of the earth, caring for our planet, caring for the environment. You know, that's a that's an important message in our Church these days. You've mentioned several times on the program the parents and the, and the, the great involvement that they have with our schools. And I think that's always been the case. And, you know, to, to be fair, in some cases, a Catholic education is not free, right? I mean, oh, there's no. a there's a cost involved. Yes, and, um, you know, one of the ways that, that we help supplement that cost is with the great involvement of our parents and other volunteers, right?
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, we have many, many uh, people who give... Uh, uh, tuition scholarships to young people throughout the whole diocese and many of them uh, don't want any recognition for that contribution you know they believe in Catholic education and they want to support a young boy or girl who may want to have that choice but could no, no other way you know afford to have that opportunity so we have a lot of uh, uh, people that you know support the Catholic schools and the families uh, of our schools alumni play a role in that as well you know, they're, they're a constant factor in supporting their schools and, and, and helping uh, uh, people uh, have that opportunity. You know, I think it's important to point out, too, is that there are many children in our Catholic diocese schools that are not Catholic, yep. you know, that uh, are receiving a Catholic education because their parents want to have a safe environment uh, for their children. They want their children to be brought up in a, uh, a moral setting, an ethical setting, Uh, where, you know, you can talk about what it means to uh, be kind to one another and to follow Christ's teachings. So even though they're not Catholic, uh, we we support many, many uh, young people and families uh, financially as well as educationally uh, that are are not of the Catholic faith, similar to Catholic Charities. Catholic Charities obviously reaches out to the community and supports people of all walks of life. The Catholic schools do also.
1: Uh, now, certainly uh, I mentioned at the beginning of the program, one of the big ways that this takes place um, for the diocese every year is Gala 22-6, which is coming up on January 31st at the Buffalo Niagara Convention Center. And uh, Kathleen and Tom Christie uh, will be along in a moment to, to talk more specifically about that. But uh, just from your perspective, uh, that event every year, uh, tell us a little bit about, about it from your perspective.
2: Well, sure uh the the, the gala i have attended for many many years now and uh it's a wonderful event it's an opportunity for people to come together and to support the bison fund uh so that uh children will have that opportunity to get that catholic education you know i am I'm, I'm so pleased that people in western new york from all walks of life really do support catholic education and contribute uh, in so many ways not only in financially but voluntarily uh, at promoting, you know, what we're trying to do to help support families in, in a quality education for children. So the gala is kind of um, an opportunity to uh, come together, uh, celebrate uh, the, the goodness of, uh, of what we do with children every year, uh, to give hope to families who want that opportunity. Uh, that w- they won't be turned away, that we will find a way to allow them to come through our doors and have the support they need uh, to get uh, a Catholic education. So the gala is is hugely important as, uh, for the success of our schools. We depend on the Bison Fund to support a lot of needy families. Uh, in fact, now we're even uh, expanding it to high schools to support uh, students in high school. And uh, they've even targeted middle-income families uh, that need that boost. You know, we have a lot of young families today that make a good income, but they also have a lot of debt, right? you know, especially college debt. And so we are, you know, opening up the doors for tuition assistance for those families that may have a good income but also have a struggle financially because of that debt. So the gala um, is, you know, Affects so many lives and so many families and provides hope and opportunity uh, that can't be done any other way.
1: Well, we'll talk more about that in the next part of the program. Uh, Gala 22 6 is taking place Thursday, January 31st at the Buffalo Niagara Convention. Center. And uh, any information about that, uh, if you go to buffalodiocese.org, that's probably your easiest resources. From there, you can go to the the Foundation website and get all the Gala 22.6 information. It'll also direct you to wnycatholicschools.org. Dr. Michael Lefevre, Superintendent of Schools for the Diocese, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for having me. And we'll hear more in the next part of the program. Stay with us.
2: Make your voice heard. There are thousands of Catholic New Yorkers who are working together for justice in our society, promoting the values important to our faith. Join the Catholic Action Network and speak out in support of the poor and vulnerable, the sick and elderly, the unborn, families and children. Sign up online at nyscatholic.org and click on Join the Network. That's nyscatholic.org. For more information, call the Office of Pro-Life Activities of the Diocese of Buffalo at 716-847-2205 and visit the New York State Catholic Conference's Legislative Action Center. Read alerts on important legislative issues and email your state representative. Stay informed and strengthen the Catholic voice in
1: New York. You'll find it all at nyscatholic.org. That's nyscatholic.org. Welcome back to Western New York Catholic Weekly. I'm Greg Prince. Joining us now to talk about Gala 22.6, Kathleen and Tom Christie, who are the chair couple for the event this year. Welcome to the program. Thanks, both of you, for coming down and being with us. Thank Thank you you for having us. Uh, By the way, Gala 22.6 is taking place at the Buffalo Niagara Convention Center on Thursday, January 31st. And once again, uh, best thing to remember, if you go to the website, for the diocese org, you can find all the information about the foundation including the gala 22-6 and if you google gala 22-6 buffalo it's going to come up you won't have any problem finding it so very easy i i, I should ask you guys so uh how did you end up getting involved with the dinner in the first place
0: well we've been uh we've been in Attending the event for many years, um, but we also are proud parents of uh, children that have attended Catholic school, Catholic grammar school, Catholic high school, Catholic college. Um, my husband—you've got all the bases is, yep, covered. That's I, good. I, that's, we, that's what we like to hear. My husband and I, uh, you know, kind of uh, along that same path in terms of Catholic grammar school, high school, and and um, for me, college. But. Um, I think too that uh, our background in supporting uh, you know organizations like the Bison Scholarship Fund and understanding the impact that um funds raised from this type of event have on children and families is really meaningful to both of us and so we were honored and delighted to have started participating as a volunteer a couple of years ago with this dinner and and they asked us to chair it. So
3: Well, and I think you're being a bit modest on the, <clears throat> the uh, credentials there, because uh, not only did you raise Catholic and went to Catholic education's uh, education, but uh, you worked at the Bison Fund for a number of years. So you really know the nuts and bolts of not only Catholic education, but how to raise money right. to send right. other people. Through Catholic education, so uh, it, it was. It was. It's an honor to be to to be asked to chair this, and I'm really just a hang around from you, <laughs> a rider of your coattails. But I mean, to put a nuts and bolts person in this was was great. It was a great honor.
1: Uh, what do you What do you both do presently?
3: I work at federal uh, Federal ex- FedEx. Trade network, so it's custom brokerage.
1: Gotcha. Okay. And,
3: uh, and um,
0: I work at Duval, okay. and I'm the vice president for institutional advancement.
1: You really do have all the bases covered here. This is <laughs> She's good, still huh? singing. This <laughs> makes my job so easy. It's always a pleasure to uh, do an interview like this one, I can tell you. Uh, uh, obviously, you as a family are deeply committed to Catholic education. Um so in some ways um and and really anytime I have people who volunteer at the dinner particularly the chair couples on the program that seems to to be the case. Um and uh, people need to know that this is really one of the primary ways that we support our Catholic schools throughout the course of the year, right?
0: Mhm. It is probably one of the most essential. First of all, it is a premier event in the entire west of, you know, for the entire western New York uh, event calendar. We're talking about between 1,000 and 1,200 people joining us. But um this has raised over 4 million dollars since its inception 19 years ago. So to talk about you know, that type of that type of money being invested in children and families and through Catholic education over all these years, it is really, really um, impressive.
3: While that sounds like a lot of money, it's also impressive or worthwhile and, and a good feeling to donate to Catholic education and to raise money for Catholic education because the dollar goes so far. And you know from the Bison Fund how little it costs to actually deliver education to a student.
0: Yep. Yeah. Exactly right. So um, this is probably the largest – this event raises the largest amount of money that the diocese provides to Bison for for those children and for their families, and and Bison has it matched. So it's it, – Tom's right. It's really um, – it is incredibly – the dollar is stretched incredibly well, and – you know catholic education has such great results um not only is it teaching our children well but it's it's teaching them to have compassionate hearts and they're going on to be very successful in their lives so
1: uh, yeah that you know and it's an interesting distinction i think each year because um you know people say well does the, they'll they'll ask me um oh well does that money go right to the schools well Yes and no. When it goes to the students to pay for their tuition, it goes to the schools,
0: right? right? So exactly. I mean,
1: it's it's a little both. It's
3: amazing how much they do with with a dollar.
1: Yeah. Well, in um, in some cases, right? These scholarships that we're talking, what were we talking like, something like three hundred. Close to 300 last year, right? Yeah, we're, uh, we're...
0: 295 scholarships were created from the proceeds at the dinner last year.
1: Yeah, just from the di- just from last right. year's dinner alone. Just and those aren't just time. students. So,
3: those are people who could not have gone that's, without is, that. That's
1: exactly where I was going. In some cases, this is the difference between someone who wants a Catholic education and can't afford it being able to get one, right? right. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. And keeping those schools thriving. Um, you know – the Catholic schools in all of Western New York, which is is served by this by the proceeds of this dinner, um, you know, some of them are getting a lot of additional students that they wouldn't have had in the past. So that's keeping them as robust and thriving schools. So that's what we really want is is to see those schools continue to succeed.
1: Uh, what's the what's the most gratifying part of the? dinner for you guys for Gala 22.6 what do you both enjoy the most
3: well I think it, the dinner is, is a celebration it really is and it's a thank you to all the people who, who work so hard at this it's really every other day of the year that's the, the joy of doing it because then you see the kids in school you see the parents uh, you see the teachers. So that night is a lot of fun, but just like – it's like New Year's Eve. It's, it's great, but it's not really where the rubber meets the road. It's, it's every other day that you walk into one of the Catholics. We go to St. Louis quite a bit. And when you walk in there and you see it, you know what you've done all year to make that happen.
0: And I think that, um, you know, it's – education is such, um, such an important part of our – not just our community, but it's our future. And children – if we don't invest in children now, um, then we're going to be really sorry in – 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now that we don't have, this community isn't thriving because we, we haven't provided great education. And the fabric of this community is based on the diversity and choices in education that we have. Uh, Catholic education is such a vital piece to that. And so for me, it's making sure that Catholic education remains strong, continues to grow, and will be here for years to come. And
3: while there's a lot of... Upgrowth in Buffalo and Western New York. It isn't everywhere. And there's a lot of people struggling. So they may they may look okay, but they're not. Right. And they can't that extra dollar can't send their kid to to, to school and you know they're paying for food with that. So this is a very important project. It, it, people might look like they're okay, but they're saddled with debt. They've got a lot of expenses. It costs a lot of money to live these days. All of those things, school sometimes, if it's free at public and it's not somewhere else, it's not expensive to go to Catholic school, but it, you can't do it. And that's what's grateful, to be able to raise the money and, and be able to do that.
1: Yeah, Dr. LeFever, in the first part of the program, made some of those very points. The other thing that he talked about, of course, is that when we talk about Catholic schools, we're not talking about just Catholic students. This is open to anyone, and uh, there are many people who choose education at our Catholic schools because they're looking for that values-based education. Maybe not necessarily the religion component itself, but they know they're going to get a Mm values-based education, which you being in education, Mm -hmm. you probably realize that's not the same everywhere, right?
0: It isn't the same. And I think that you're absolutely right about the diversity um, and the welcoming of our Catholic schools, welcome all students. Um, and I think that that is really – when you talk to families and ask them why they choose a Catholic school, you're right. It isn't always about their religion. For some, it is. It isn't always about the religion. It could be safety. It could be, um, you know, the comfort of having small classes. It could be, you know, the value, obviously. It, it could be a lot of um, essential things that – that family is looking for, every family is unique and different, and every child is unique and different.
3: And these are not free scholarships necessarily. They still make the families work. Yeah,
0: they're spin I mean, in the it, game from them. Yeah.
3: Right, especially I know with the Bison Fund, I mean there's a percentage and a sliding scale. It's not the same for everybody. It just gets you there, which you have to work yourself to get there. So it, it's really a – it's a magic formula that works. It's yep. not just a handout to somebody – to, to right. it's it's not um, you know you got you got a college scholarship because you were great at sports or anything else none of that this is right. needs based and it's never a hundred percent from what I know
0: it's it, I like to say it's, I heard this before from uh, I'm sure somebody you know who's been around a long time but it's a hand up not a handout and I think um, this has really been this this particular dinner this event it is an event like Tom said it's a dinner it's a fun night everybody's celebrating we. Commemorate and honor folks there. We honor a Teacher of the Year who happens to be from our parish, from St. Amelia. But really, it's about children. It's about the students and the children and the importance of Catholic education. And this year especially, we're focused on that.
1: And, um, you know, every year, um, uh, I know uh, there are various awards that are, that are given out. And um, they're given pe- to people who have... Shown a strong commitment not just to the dinner but to our Catholic schools and Catholic education
2: mm-hmm.
1: in general. Right, and I, um, I mentioned many of them are friends of yours that you've known for years.
3: Well, and I think what we need to do as we move forward is—is is this just happens in life? But the pyramid is is very small. There's some people giving a tremendous amount, and we really need to impress on people that that all people can give a little more, and we need more people at these dinners. We don't need the hundred thousand dollar match grant. We need people to buy a hundred dollar ticket. This is not an elitist event that you go to a black-tie dinner and it's not for you. This is for everybody. This is the dinner, if you've been waiting, to go to that you will fit in.
0: Right. And you're right. Uh, these champions of education that we're honoring, um, there's been fabulous yeah. people honored over all these years. I mean, and you could honor, you know, it's it's hard to pick, actually, because there's so many. Um, but this year we have two, uh, two folks selected that have done fantastic, work in the Western New York community, one of them from Badavia, um, which is so nice. He's a wonderful um, a business leader from that community and has done a tremendous amount, not only for his own parish and schools in that area, but also serves on a lot of committees here, So you know, and has done a ton of fundraising. So... Um, we're excited to be a part of an event that's going to honor those two folks, as well as uh, the recipient of the Sister Lucille Saccarelli and mm-hmm. Father John Sturm, Making a Difference Award to an Outstanding Teacher. And,
3: and none of these awards, all the years we've been going, the people don't want them necessarily. They're the least people that need to be thanked. Oh, for sure. You know.
0: Yeah, humbly humbly accept. But we're we're glad that they're, this particular group is being honored at the event that we're chairing this year. But
1: I'd probably be doing a disservice service as well, if we didn't just be 100% clear with folks, when people attend the dinner, they buy the ticket and they participate in the auctions and and they donate through this event, that money is going to scholarships, Mm -hmm. right? It's not being filtered away somewhere or anything like that. This is money going to scholarships.
3: Every penny raised goes to Catholic education, and and that's very important. If, If you're... Somewhat feeling different this year with things that are going on. This is not the place to 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 take out your frustrations or to even vent anything about yourself. This is for education alone. Um, and it, you know, we see Kenesha on Delaware Avenue and St. Joe's on Kenmore, and those we are mo- most familiar with. But there's Olean and these outlying areas where. These dollars are the difference between keeping a school open and not keeping a school open. St. Amelia's is a fantastic school and it needs more money, absolutely. But these are the differences in the rural communities and, and
1: outlying areas that really make a difference in keeping them open. The Gala 22-6 Dinner for Catholic Education is taking place on Thursday, January 31st at the Buffalo-Niagara Convention Center. Your chairpersons, our guests today, have uh, been Kathleen and Tom Christie. Thank you both for being on the program and joining us to spend a little time with us today.
0: We it's an out. honor. Sure. Uh, we, we only have about the- two more hours if you <laughs> want to run.
1: <laughs> we wish you the best and nothing but success with this year's mm-hmm. dinner. And everyone, uh, uh, if you're looking for information about this, everyone is welcome. Um, I recommend going to org, or if you uh, – uh, do a, uh, a search on Gala 22.6 Buffalo, Diocese of Buffalo, something like that. The the page will come up. You'll be able to find it. And, um, you know, we encourage your support of this every year for those scholarships and, and to really help uh, Catholic education and our Catholic schools. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week.
0: You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744, or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.